Let's grab uh, John O'Shea, lost and running. We had the news, of course, coming through yesterday morning that he has been retired. What a John O'Shea's done a great job with him. He's seven, uh, 21 starts, nine wins, three placings. His prize money just over 4.3 million. He showed ability from day one. Uh, his scone debut was March or May 2020 in a maiden. It was a gap job, and I think he ran a record that particular day. Uh, John O'Shea is with us. Good morning, John. Morning, Steve. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. I think he ran a record, didn't he? His debut start there when he was wide on speed at Scone. Yeah, he broke the track record. Yeah. So um, this is indicative that he had plenty of ability. He's by Per Encanto. He was only very well. He was inexpensive, around forty thousand. Can you just tell us back to that sale when he went through that Melbourne Premier, John? Lost and running. Yeah, he was uh, just a horse that needed a bunch of time, a little bit overshot at his mouth. Um, yeah, so Per Encanto at the time probably wasn't as um, you know popular as he is now, and uh, but he did have good stats, and that was what we were working off. And um, yeah, it's just a nice punt to take at that price, you know. <clears throat> and obviously, he showed a lot of ability. We mentioned the debut win. He, he was actually favourite that day, so he showed a lot early as well, obviously, in gallops when you started exercising him and putting him into work. Yeah, no, he um, trialled up really well. Um, Huey had trialled him a few times, and he'd uh, he'd won his trial, so he sort of went to that, that race of Scone Carnival, so it was a, a really strong weekend, as you know. And, um he went up there and, and got his uh, campaign started. Did he win about um, six or seven of his first eight starts, something like that? Yeah, no, he was. Uh, he got um, he got beaten one day at Canterbury, and uh, out of his, you know, like you say, first eight. But that was more about track than anything. And you know, he subsequently went to Randwick um, after that Canterbury win, and I think he won by about five weeks. So you know, um, was on uh, which is now Everest Day. So. Um, yeah, he's, he, he was a pretty prolific winner early on. In yeah, career. and Chanted Hart was that horse that beat him narrowly that particular day at Canterbury. John, what would you regard as his, not necessarily his best win, but just his best performance in general, this horse, lost <coughs> and running? Uh, when he won the Premier last year in the lead-up to the Everest, you know, uh, Huey, made, excuse me, <coughs> uh, Huey made a really long run on him. and It was a good win. He was sort of a bit vulnerable late because he's still sort of coming to hand and... Um, you know, sort of, and then went into the Everest, would have, would have went into the Everest sort of second favourite behind Nature's Trip. So um, it's probably his best performance. What happened, John, subsequent to that? Well, he got a leg infection a day before the Everest and uh, and couldn't run. So um, it was probably one of the darkest days at the stable, but, um, you know, it's part of being involved in racing. Why did you decide to retire him after the weekend, John? He's just a horse that never runs poorly, and uh, I thought on Saturday he'd every chance to run in the money and, and didn't. So um, you know he takes plenty to, to get into the races. So he's still the opportunity to do what's in the best sense of the horse. You know, where will he spend his retirement days? We haven't worked that out yet. Um, you know, he may end up going back to New Zealand to his owner of the Britannias. Um But you know, if we can find. He'll make a really good riding horse. He's got a great attitude and a lovely uh, demeanour about him. So if someone wants to um, use him as a show horse or something like that, we'll probably find a nice home for him there. John, you took three to the races yesterday. You all ran well. Avebury, that mare, she gapped <clears> them there on the on the Kenzo yesterday. Yeah, no, it's a good mare. <clears throat> Going really well. Uh, she'll probably go around the Ang Stakes next week. Um She's just taking a little bit of time to get fit. She had a pretty big off-season. 
And uh, now that she's split, she's sort of shown you know, what she has to offer. Um, with a couple of nice horses there yesterday. He, he's a progressive horse through them, I love. And he just ran into a, a pretty tough, you know, old sprinter in that horse of, uh, that beat him yesterday. So, Bobby Bob. Uh, you know, Bobby Bob. He's sort of airborne at the moment. He's won his last four and broke a track record. He start previous. So, <clears throat> but they're all nice horses and, and give a good account of themselves. I reckon you've got a, a genuine derby prospect. <clears throat> You there, mate? Yeah, I was just saying, I reckon you've got a genuine Derby prospect in your stable right now. Who's that, buddy? Ravello. Yeah, no, well, he was very good the other day. By Tommy's own admission, it probably wasn't his best day at the races. Um, but, uh, no, he, he's, he's going well. He'll go to the, the gloaming next week and then we'll see what he has to offer in the spring champion. Is that your feeling, though, with him being by Safferbeel? He's just going to get better as he gets up over longer? I mean, that was only his fifth start last start in the Dulcified. He ran ran really well from out the back door. Yeah, no, he was very good. Um, but they did go a good go. They did. made it sort mm. of, you know, ideal for the horse to, to get home. So, you know, he, uh, he's a really nice horse. And I think when we get to the gloaming next week, he'll have plenty to offer. He does carry some headgear, Ravello? Yeah, no, it's, you know, that's... You know, not uncommon for the progeny of Savabeel. So, uh, you know, he, he he's just been a really relaxed customer, which will help him stay a trip later on. Well, you've got this horse absolutely flying, um, <coughs> this Athabaskan. Uh, was he a bit of a work in progress, John? Tell me about, you know, when he arrived from France and just getting him to, to capture this form that he's in at the moment, Athabaskan. Well, the biggest thing was getting him gelded. <clears throat> and once we gelded him and give him a spell and strengthen him up, he... He really developed, you know. So um, I think that he, it's a really nice race for him on Saturday. Albeit last time, uh, you know, last few runnings of that race, he's needed to be find the rail. But hopefully um, with a bit of rain they've had in Melbourne, it's not a disadvantage to be sort of where he's going to be in the run. Obviously, he's, he's known for all the cups. What route will you take towards those, John, with Athabaskan? Well, we'll go through Saturday, and obviously, if he wins on Saturday, we can please ourselves. But we'd probably be inclined to run up Mooney Valley in the Cup there, and after Saturday, and, and then go into the Melbourne Cup. Of course, James McDonald uh, jumps on. Tommy Sherry's been riding him for the past two wins, but James has, of course, been you know, a close friend of yours for a long period of time. He would have had many offers, well, obviously. Yeah, no, well, uh, Mac is going to be down there to ride the Romantic Warriors, so. Um, and Tommy's got a ride Coda Healy tomorrow in Sydney, so just took the opportunity to get him on him and get a good feel for, you know, get Max Speed back on where he thinks he's going to fit in. And, you know, if he makes a cup deal, or we've got a couple of options, you know, around the 51, whether we go with Holly Doyle or young Zach Lloyd, we've got a couple of options there. So we'll give it some thought after Saturday. So you're thinking worse in midfield somewhere like that? Well, from 14, he will be. <clears throat> There's a bit of speed out wide, and, you know, we have to see whether the uh, the emergencies get a run. So there's a few options, but I, I think they'll go a good gallop. You know, Goldman, you know, is a horse that really sets a good tempo. You've got Serpentine there that'll roll forward, and I think there's sufficient enough speed there. So um, it'll he'll get his chance. Particularly with Serpentine with the headgear on this time round. Yeah, no, I think they've shown their intention. Yeah. They want to sort of go on a good gallop. So 
It'll be a test in 2,500, which is really what he wants. You know, he's a genuine star. Coda Hill, you accepted Brisbane, you accepted Melbourne, but you're going to run here in this Alan Brown Stakes, one and a half million? Well, um, he's got good form around the favourite, you know, like he ran Sepius to a head at, um, at Grafton, um, and we just wanted to make sure he got a run, and uh, there was an option, obviously, to go to Brisbane, Nice race there, and then he got a he got a good draw in Melbourne. But once he got a good draw and a, a run in Sydney, we leave him at home. You know. You mentioned the Cepheus run, but Graft, of course, he came out and won the Shannon, defeating Waterford and so on, and they gapped the rest that particular day there at Graft. And your horse was sort of back on the fence. Yeah, and no, I just got held up. We sort of have to ride him a bit quiet. But I think Saturday, you know, he'll map really well. Um, he's got a good Rosehill record. Yeah, I think it's a good race for him. You know, so. Um, we're looking forward to letting him burn around. He's always been a horse you've had an opinion of. Um, he's won, what, five now, hasn't he? Cody yeah, no, he's, he, he, he's probably a horse that, um, you know, took a bit of working out. But, you know, being by Tavistock, the beauty of them is they get better as they get older. And um, I love those sort of, you know, tough, hard, knocking old geldings. He's a good horse to have in any stable because they come up and win a prep each race and, you know, race to their five and six, you know, the integral part of any stable. All right, and there's obviously lots of uh, options for him, Sydney or Melbourne after this. I think he'll just stay in Sydney and, and go through the big dance process, you know. So um, he's qualified. There's a rapid charge race in two weeks' time to guarantee him a run in the, in the big dance as opposed to the little dance. So, But he'll get to run for a bunch of money uh, over the next sort of month or so. And Lions Raw, a big tick for him behind Cepheus uh, with the horse <coughs> we just mentioned in the Shannon. Expectation here second up. I think probably drop back to 1400 is not ideal, but you know, third up to a mile at Ramwick. He's a Ramwick Guinea's winner. He's run second in Ingham. I think that's his race. You know, he's um, he's his best first up run of his career, so it's indicative he's going really well. And um, I'd say probably be a little bit short for him Saturday, but uh, we'll get to a mile at Ramwick in two weeks' time. And you know, he's got his foot right on the till. Yeah, he was a bit sort of keen the other day, and they backed off the pace and a bit of interference early in the straight, but gee. Yeah, he wasn't beaten that far there. No, he was quickest last 600 of the day, so, yeah. um, you know, he's getting to the line really well. All right, what else? What have we missed, John? Anything there that can run well over the weekend or coming weeks? <clears throat> oh, our best chance, we've got a really nice horse out of his first start today called Schwartz. And, um, you know, he's probably going to be a bit short to be back in today, but be a horse that your, your listeners could follow because he's got plenty of ability and, you know, he'd probably get to a good grade later on in life. All right. Well, tell us, uh, was he been, how many trials has he had? John had a bit <clears> about him. Uh, he's, had, uh, he's had two trials this time in. He won his last trial the other day and a million and a quarter yearling by Zustar. And, um, yeah, I really like him as a horse. We sort of had a good opinion of him all along. He's just taken a little injury earlier on in his career, which meant we had to take our time on him. But um, <clears throat> He's got plenty to offer, and hopefully you get started today on the right now. All right. Um, Swartz by Zoostar. That's uh, about race three or four, is it? I'll check that, John. Yeah. He's race, race five. Five. There you go. Number eight, Tommy Berry. Um, let's hope he makes up for last weekend. <laughs> Thank uh, he's still getting his eye in yeah, Tommy, but yeah. he'll get better as the time goes. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Thanks, John. <laughs> See you, mate. Yeah, John O'Shea. So there you go. Swartz running today. Uh, race five, number eight, Tommy Berry. Uh, we'll check the prices in a moment. That's at Gosford uh, this afternoon. So Lions Raw running in Sydney on the weekend. Cota Heel as well. Athabaskan in Melbourne. Uh, Ravello, I think the horse we need to keep an eye out on.
Uh, he's by Savabeel. As I mentioned, he's only had five starts. And Avery, uh, she bolted in yesterday and a couple of nice horses uh, placed there, but lost in running. And he has been retired. So we might um, give you the details, more details, read these horses on the weekend so you can mark your form or lock it away in your memory. So the Alan Brown Stakes, it's a new race, um, one and a half million bucks. There you go. Race eight, number 19 is Coda Hill uh, for Tommy Sherry. Drawing gate six, Lions Raw, same race, Alan Brown Stakes, race eight, number seven. And this horse that John's got going really well, Athabaskan, in the market here in the Bart Cummings race seven at Flemington, number seven, James McDonald. Gate 14, John's hoping for speed. It looks like that's the cakes with Serpentine with blinkers going on and also Goldman there as well. So he'll be somewhere back in the pack and hopefully charging to the line. Now, the imported horse, he's by El Mansour, uh, Athabaskan. Eight starts for three wins, and he's won his past two starts. His other win came his third start at St. Clue, May of 2022, in a race over 2,000 metres, and Mikhail Barcelona rode him uh, that particular day. But John was saying that... Um, the gelding operation, uh, one of the keys there to him, putting it all together. But he went back at Rose Hill and the Colin Stephen last start and was very good to the line, defeating uh, Alabia and also Desert Icon. And that horse today, let me just grab the prices for this Gosford program before we, before we move on. So race five at Gosford today, how short is this horse? Uh, well, it's $1.55, uh, race five, eight, $1.55, tab fixed Swartz.